life in science. Here's everything you need to know. In a remarkable milestone for human space exploration, Russian cosmonaut Oleg Kononenko is on the brink of setting a new world record for the most cumulative time spent in space. Currently, the record is held by Gennady Padalka, with a total of 878 days. At 59 years old and on his fifth space mission, Kononenko is not just breaking this record, he's shattering it. By September 23rd, he's expected to have spent a total of 1,110 days in space, solidifying his place in the annals of space history. This achievement is not just a personal victory for Kononenko, but also a testament to Russia's unwavering commitment to its space program. This comes at a time when the Russian segment of the International Space Station has faced its share of challenges, underscoring the resilience and dedication of those who work within the program. Kononenko himself has shared insights into how he copes with the isolation from his family during these long-duration missions. He highlights the importance of video calls and regular exercise as crucial strategies for managing the mental and physical demands of life in space. As Kononenko prepares to extend his record to an unprecedented 1,110 days, his journey underscores the incredible human capacity for exploration and endurance. This record is a significant milestone in space exploration, reflecting the ongoing efforts and achievements of cosmonauts and astronauts worldwide. A recent study has unveiled a groundbreaking method for producing high-purity quartz and potassium feldspar concentrates, marking a significant advancement in mineral processing technology. This method, which utilizes various chemical reagents, aims to minimize the consumption of hydrofluoric acid, or HF, a goal that aligns with environmental sustainability efforts. Impressively, the study reports the achievement of a 99% pure quartz concentrate without the use of any collector at a rate of 274 kilograms per ton of HF. Furthermore, it has been able to produce a feldspar concentrate with a purity of 99.9% using Flodigem Vi-4343 at just 22 kilograms per ton of HF. The effectiveness of different collectors was a focal point of this research. Notably, Bridge C20 facilitated significantly faster flotation and achieved a 100% recovery rate for quartz. Similarly, the use of Flotagum 54343 and Lilaflot OT55 resulted in approximately 100% recovery for feldspar, with both exhibiting high grades. In parallel, a comprehensive review on potassium extraction from K feldspar has been conducted, exploring various methods including hydrothermal, high-temperature pyrolysis, and microbial decomposition. This review not only highlights the urgent need for efficient extraction technologies, but also positions K-feldspar as a viable fertilizer resource. It meticulously compares the merits and drawbacks of each extraction method and proposes potential strategies for the efficient utilization of K-feldspar, offering a theoretical reference for future research in this critical area. Recent literature underscores the pivotal role of energy storage systems, or ESSs, in the realm of renewable energy and grid operations. These systems are not just auxiliary components. They are at the forefront of addressing the challenges that come with integrating renewable energy sources into the power grid. Through the use of mathematical models, researchers are finding optimal solutions for ESS capacities and operational schedules. 
This not only enhances the effectiveness of these storage systems, but also ensures a more stable and flexible grid operation. A notable study employing a modified IEEE-118 bus system alongside data from the California Independent System Operator has shed light on the indispensable role of ESSs in power grids with high levels of renewable energy generation. This research highlights how ESSs contribute significantly to grid stability and flexibility, particularly by enabling more economical operation of baseload generators. The study explores four types of ESSs, demonstrating their crucial contributions to integrating renewable energy into the power grid. Another study echoes these findings, emphasizing the importance of ESSs in providing flexibility and reserves. The operation of these storage systems significantly impacts the need for flexible generation capacity, making the commitment of baseload generators more economical when ESSs are in play. Collectively, these studies highlight the cost-effectiveness and valuable contributions of ESSs in addressing curtailment and enhancing flexibility across different components of the grid. This reflects a broader industry trend that recognizes the potential applications and benefits of ESSs in solving issues associated with renewable energy and the need for more flexible generation in power systems. Neuralink, the brainchild of Elon Musk, has achieved a groundbreaking milestone by successfully implanting its first wireless brain chip in a human. This development is aimed at assisting individuals with paralysis or paraplegia, enabling them to control external devices through their thoughts alone. The device stands as a significant leap forward in the realms of neuroscience and bioengineering, heralding a new era of potential benefits that are currently under careful scrutiny by the scientific community. However, the path to this achievement has not been without its controversies, particularly concerning the ethical treatment of animals used in Neuralink's experimental processes. This aspect has sparked a debate on the moral implications of advancing such technologies. Experts in the field caution that the widespread application of this technology may still be several decades away. They advocate for a concentrated focus on the current practical uses, especially for patients who could immediately benefit from such advancements. Elon Musk's broader vision for brain-computer interface, or BC1 technology, extends beyond immediate medical applications. He envisions a future where BC1 technology facilitates a symbiotic relationship between humans and artificial intelligence, ultimately aiming to protect humanity from the potential risks posed by AI. Despite the excitement surrounding these developments, the scientific community remains focused on grounding their efforts in applications that provide tangible benefits to patients in need. Moderna, known for its role in developing COVID-19 vaccines, has now ventured into cancer treatment with its experimental vaccine, mRNA-4359. The vaccine has shown early promise in trials, particularly with an 81-year-old patient suffering from incurable skin cancer, marking a significant step as the first human to receive this innovative treatment. This development is part of the mobilized trial, which is actively seeking more participants to further assess the vaccine's efficacy and safety. The aim of mRNA 4359 is to provide a treatment option that is both less toxic and more precise than current cancer therapies, potentially revolutionizing how cancer is treated. The optimism isn't just from the scientific community, it extends to health authorities with the UK's Health Secretary Victoria Atkins, highlighting the vaccine's potential to transform cancer care. 
However, despite the excitement, experts are urging caution. They remind us that this vaccine is still in the early stages of research and development, and it may be years before it becomes widely available to patients. The journey from promising early trials to a widely available treatment is long and complex, but the initial results of mRNA 4359 offer a hopeful glimpse into the future of cancer treatment. This has been your Daily Brief in Science. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.